0: We go to work, and when we're off, we whine about our day. We sip our cares away, and you can do the same, cause you're in a safe place when you're whining with nurses. You are listening to Storygram Podcast Network hosted by Transistor.fm. Hey guys, Sarah here. Uh, Before we get started with the show, I just want to let you know that uh, because of the pandemic that we're all currently living in, all of the episodes going forward um, were recorded with Zoom, so the quality of the sound is going to be different than what you normally expect. Also, we recorded these episodes ahead of time, so what you're hearing from us doesn't reflect what's currently going on in the world. Uh, who knows what's going on in the world by the time you hear these, hopefully we're doing better and getting a grip on this crisis. Uh, anyway, hope you enjoy the show. Cheers.
1: Hello. Hi. All right. We're recording. Yeah. Jen is here. Jen Sweeney. And Sarah, welcome to
0: whining with nurses. (laughs) Like (laughs)
1: wait, sing with me. (laughs) Didn't you miss us? (laughs) We're back we by just, popular demand. That's right. We took a long break.
0: Um, we just, it was hard to coordinate all of our schedules. Everybody has stuff going on and um, life just gets more complicated as you get older, apparently.
1: Yeah. that's that true? Yeah. It is. And then you have a kid and just it complicates it even more. And then you're trying to manage like three people in your household. <laughs>
0: And then plus Takeshi, he's got like real work to do where he doesn't get paid in wine. He's got like actual jobs. So we, we it was a good time for all of us to take a break. And, um, but now there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world as everyone is aware of unless you've been living under a rock. Yes. Some
1: people might be. But Lucky them. I know. I wish I was naive. <laughs> ignorant and had no idea what was happening. But okay, before we devolve into the craziness, let's just have a little chat about what's in our glasses. Oh, okay, yes, totally. yeah, totally. That's normally what we would do. So we're gonna be drinking different stuff since we got it from our home. That's right. <laughs> since we're um all sheltering in place,
0: we're recording separately in each of our own individual homes um through Zoom. So it probably sounds different. Also we don't have to catch you to make everything sound great. And also but, I have
1: cold. Oh, you do? Yeah. So it's, it's getting over it, but it might be a little stuffy. <laughs> um, I've got, I've had this on the show before,
0: you know, the Porta Lupe Vaso yeah. de Marina. And yeah. um, so I've got some of that. It's the Vaso Roso,
1: the red wine. Basically they have a red, <laughs> white, and rosé.
0: So I've got the red one.
1: And that's the one you can buy in the big jug?
0: Mm-hmm. And we're on, it's the one where you, when you get to the sixth one, it's a penny and we're on jug number five. So um, we're almost to our penny jug of wine. And it's in this lovely redneck wine glass that my mom got for me. I don't know how many years ago, probably seven or eight. It's basically a mason jar on top of a wine stem that looks like a thick candle holder, like, kind of like a candle holder that you would put on a dinner table. Yes, it does. <laughs> and the mason jar has a <laughs> lid galvan. and everything. So, you know, it keeps your wine contained. You can travel with it. It doesn't spill. Um, and it holds a lot. And you can measure exactly how much you have.
1: It yeah, it's holds- a mason jar. Yeah. It looks pretty sturdy to me. It is. It's
0: take gone with me to, like, every hang town I've ever gone to. Um,
1: oh,
0: okay. hmm And lots of just outdoor events because, you know, it's handy to carry it around. And it's got a lid.
1: Man, I haven't seen this gem before. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Either. Well, what are you drinking? I'm drinking what is the last of my Deloche wines, and this one is the Estate Chardonnay. They are uh, such pretty bottles. I know that I love that one, and I'm drinking it out of a wine country half marathon glass hmm. that I earned. <laughs> you ran my, that half marathon, yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm almost out of wine, so today we actually got a BevMo, we DoorDash BevMo, if you knew you could do that. Man, people (laughs) rise to the occasion in a crisis. (laughs) I know, I was like, this is awesome, like, not the COVID situation, but I love being able to pick up or, like, get wine delivered, and not only that, but I ordered some Easter stuff online for Jack's from Michael's, and you can do a curbside pickup, and they (laughs) bring it out for you. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. can get crafting people are
0: figuring out ways around things it's pretty cool yeah i'm impressed
1: Mm -hmm. i think everyone's having more fun than we are
0: (laughs) (laughs) we got this wine it was they had curbside pickup available but it was super awkward so ryan went to pick it up and they had instructions like just um we paid it ahead of time online And they said, just come in, find the bag with your name on it, take it and leave. Like they didn't want any interaction because we're all supposed to be maintaining our social distance from each other. But Ryan got there and the door was locked and he kept trying to like motion to them. I'm I'm locked out. Let me in. And they kept motioning, come on in, come on (laughs) in. And he's like, I can't pointing door locked, door locked. And they just keep saying, come on in. Finally, they come up to the door and they're like, just get your bag and go. (laughs) Oh
1: my gosh. You're like, I was trying to. Oh, man. Somebody messed up there. <laughs> oh. oh, man. But we're drinking.
0: We, um, we've we got a crisis going on, of course, the COVID crisis. Who knew the world
1: would come to this? I didn't accept it. No, not at all. Like, even when it was over there in China, I was like, oh, I'm not worried. You know?
0: I know. Me, too, for some reason. I don't know why. It's, like, not like it can't well, none just travel. none
1: North- of you know, we were making all those memes and we still have all those memes, but <laughs> about like the COVID situation and like, you know, there was some memes. I know you haven't been on like much of social media lately, but there's just a lot of funny ones that they'd turn serious quick, but people were like joking about like C. diff, for example, like Clostridium difficile, that's to those people that don't know what C. diff means. It's a, as I call it, the poop disease, <laughs> one of the poop <laughs> you know Mm -hmm. where it's an infection and you you know it's an infectious disease like you could we normally go into a room all gowned up and gloves um not masks in that situation but it is a contact precaution room Mm -hmm. anyway there's jokes of nurses like being more freaked out about c diff rather than the covid situation but that's before we knew what it was you know what it is now
0: yeah
1: and we definitely evolved what's that
0: I said it's definitely evolved.
1: Yeah, we thought it was just like the regular flu, essentially, but it's obviously more than that. Yeah. And I think it's the unknown that freaks us out. Totally. Yeah, because they're changing um, every day.
0: So um, how much do you think uh, the healthcare community is going to have to be dealing with liver failure when all this crisis is over because of how much everyone's drinking now?
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> or just anxiety issues in general. Like, right depression. i don't know but yeah i think people are drinking more especially the ones that don't have anything else to do or even the ones of us who do for some reason i'm drinking like almost every
0: day now and i don't even know why i'm still working some you know like um, am yeah. we'll get into that later but like i'm still working and i still i'm like well we should just drink our wine i think it's it kind of reminds me of when um we had the fires in Sonoma County mm-hmm. and um, a lot of people lost their good wine. And so people came out of that saying, you just drink your good wine while you have it because you never know what's going to happen the next day. So we're drinking all of our good wine and
1: some not so great wine and some <laughs> beer
0: and yep. some cocktails. We're drinking everything.
1: I know. Yep. I feel it. Yeah. A- I've been the same way. We've all been the same way. Yeah. And yeah, you don't want to waste your good wine. My my good wine's pretty much gone after this bottle, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Until that next shipment,
0: and eating too. Oh my god, we've been eating so much, and um, I've, I've gained a few pounds. And Ryan doesn't care about it. He's like, whatever. We're in a crisis. I figure we'll both yeah. just gain some weight, and then it'll be fine. And I don't really think that we're eating that much differently than we usually do, anyway. And I said, honey, I made two different types of cookie dough last night. <laughs> was- I never make cookies or cookie dough. Like,
1: <laughs> Was it vegan?
0: Um, yeah. One of them was like a vegan cookie dough that you um, just make the dough. You don't put any eggs in it. And then it was just to eat the dough. So it had like coconut oil. which I didn't really like it with the coconut oil. I think I would rather just use vegan butter. Huh. Um, and then the other one was um, no-bake cookies, you know, with oatmeal and chocolate and peanut butter like
1: the cocoa powder. And I'll have to try that. You have to send me the recipe. Oh man, I will. It's so easy for everybody. Um, I honestly was, I kind of lost my appetite from stress like the last couple weeks. And, um, this week I actually feel better. Hmm. I've been eating more normal, which is not helping anything, but (laughs) it's, um, I'm not stressed. So
0: let's, um, I want to hear about your stress cause I, you know, you and I've talked about it a little bit and a lot of it has to do with work and the current situation and everything. Yeah. But, um, let's do a brief, like catch up on our lives. Cause it's been a while since everyone's heard from us. So
1: yeah,
0: like a brief summary, of what's been happening in the past six months for
1: you? Past six months. Wow. Well, let's see. My baby keeps growing. He's getting big <laughs> and busy and busier. But now he's like entertaining himself, which is great. So I can actually get away and do more workouts on my own or I can take him running. Um, hmm. I was still having the plantar fasciitis pain that I think I talked about before. And I got another cortisone shot for that. And that has been amazing. Thank goodness I did it right before all this situation. So I could actually go see my doctor. Since a lot of doctors are now you know, canceling, not as important appointments or doing like telemedicine, which you can't get an injection with telemedicine. So I've been running more around the neighborhood since that's pretty much what we're limited to, which I'm happy we can even do that. And been working a lot, which I'll update you on shortly. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much <laughs> the baby it takes up your life. So he's entertaining himself now. How does he do that? I don't know. He's just growing. He's starting to walk. He loves his blocks. Yeah. So he keeps keeps entertained with that, but he's also getting picky with eating, so I have to get creative because he's eating, like, real normal people food.
0: So you have to, like, sneak the stuff you want him to eat into things that he likes? Yeah,
1: but sometimes, you know, like, he used to love sweet potatoes, and now all of a sudden he doesn't want to eat sweet potatoes. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> and maybe he got tired of them i don't know but yeah so i have to like sneak that stuff in but usually he's pretty good like he'll eat vegetables but usually like with something like if i cook a pasta or like i gave him a frittata with veggies maybe he eats frittata well yeah well yeah i actually just tried it he likes eggs so then today i had some leftover frittata with like an italian sausage and veggies in it and he loved it so He's so good. sophisticated. I know. That's the problem. He's just too wise beyond his years. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm on to you, mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really think we're up to too much else. You know? I, yeah. I haven't been able to get any of the projects done that all these other people are talking about because I'm still working.
0: Oh, like all the stuff you get to do when you have yeah, all this time off?
1: stuck at home, sheltering in place, they're getting all these projects done, which mm-hmm. I have a lot of projects piling up because, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, we're still working. So, yeah, Isn't that interesting.
0: My life's been kind of like a bummer in the past six months. It's getting, turning around. Um, but well, we, Ryan and I had our wedding celebration, which was really fun. Um, but we have been having a hard time with our relationship and we both had some depression this fall. So that sucked. Um, And then I start, I recovered from that and then found out my mom has pancreatic cancer, which sucks. Sorry, everyone. This is a sad, a sad (laughs) overview of what's been happening with me. Um, So yeah, that has really sucked recently. Um, And uh, you know, it's just been a weird year. Like, I haven't done any of the things I normally do. I haven't, um, you know, gone skiing or anything. There wasn't that much snow anyway, but also I'm trying to like let my knee fully recover, which it's doing a lot better. Um, You know, it's been, it's been really weird dealing with, with my mom being sick because there's a lot of healthcare workers in our family. And I feel like we know too much sometimes and not enough other times because none of us are really, you know, experts at that particular thing. So anyway, um and then i was looking for a house in virginia i was trying to split my time between california and virginia so i was going to take a um per diem assignment there and um then uh by ryan and i were going to buy a property there that i was going to stay at half the time and then something fell through with that because of the inspection there was something wrong with the house but right. thankfully that happened because that was all like right before this covid crisis so like it wouldn't have been a great time to buy there anyway, right now. So anyway, now we're dealing with the COVID crisis. So. <laughs> Ryan and I are doing a lot better and like,
1: yeah, that's it. Okay. I know it's been a weird year, but it's been a weird year, but I do feel like if anything, relationships, everyone's relationships have been growing in a good way, positive. Mm-hmm. Way. So that's what's good about that. <laughs>
0: Right, we've all had a lot of extra time with our uh the
1: people in our own particular household, yes. Like <laughs> now, my husband's working from home, but I actually like it, <laughs> I find it oh. helpful. But it's nice, you know. Yeah, um, so it's like our family is all there, close knit. We can go on a lunch walk together,
0: that's nice.
1: Yeah. Or like after work, it's not like no commuting. Also when I go pick up my baby from daycare, which is still open for essential workers, um, there's no traffic. <laughs> yeah. The no traffic's been really yeah. nice. Yeah. So that's been nice. What has not been fun is grocery shopping. So no. but, yeah,
0: not at all. And like, uh, it sucks. Cause there's not, there's usually not everything that you need because you know, people oh, yeah. are stock stocking up, which you're supposed to do, but it just makes it hard because they want you to limit the amount of trips that you're supposed to, that you're taking to the grocery store. But then like you go there and I don't, I almost always like am missing things, you know, that like I have planned for this meal and it's hard to make it. Anyway, it's hard to change up your grocery list on the fly when you're in the grocery store and you're trying to maintain distance from people. So you don't want to be
1: just standing around and thinking, you know, you want to get in, get out. Um, Yeah. Like I was going to go to Trader Joe's. I was in line at Trader Joe's the other day, but they said it was going to be 20 or 30 minutes to get in. And I said, no. And plus not only that, there was like people that cut in front of me. Well, they had friends there, which I don't even know why. You're not even supposed to do that. First of all, like go with people, you know? Yeah. And there was like three people that joined the couple in front of me. And I was just like, F this, I'm out of (laughs) here. And I went to Whole Foods where there was nobody waiting, but I spent twice as much. <laughs> 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 um, I know they're only letting in a certain number of people at Trader Joe's and like Costco, for example. And that's why the line. Mm-hmm. But for all I know, they could have been out of everything when I got in there. Yeah. what I needed. And then I went to Whole Foods and they're basically out of eggs They were definitely out of all the like stuff people have been hoarding too, but I pretty much got everything I needed, but I had spent twice as much. And I asked if they did any special hours for healthcare workers. because a lot of places are doing seniors, like special hours, which I understand. And then the guy at Whole Foods was like, Oh, I don't, I don't think so. I was like, well, that's probably a no then. (laughs) But I did hear Costco. If you're a Costco member, and you're a healthcare provider, if you show your badge, or like any documentation, they will put you at the front of the line. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's nice. So I did not heard awesome that. This week. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I was happy to hear that.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: Do you yeah. have to have a membership?
0: <laughs> I
1: think so. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. All right. Should we catch up on the... On work stuff? On the work stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I don't have too much to say, so I'll just give you a short update. Um, so since, you know, the COVID crisis is happening, um, a lot of the elective procedures have been canceled at our hospital. So we don't have as many patients, even, you know, on the unit that I work at, um, it's a heart and vascular unit. So a lot of the procedures that we, um, you know, we have patients that have certain procedures that are not an emergency, they're important, but they don't have to be done right now. They can be postponed for a month or so. So we've had a really low census. Um, so the, the patients that are left are generally pretty sick. It's like septic patients or um, people who've had an MI or a non-STEMI, you know, a heart attack. And um, anyway, and, and it kind of fluctuated for a bit. So I was still working there some some, but then last week all my shifts got canceled because the census was super low. They only had two or three nurses working each day. Oh, and I know it's crazy. Like it, it's really it's really crazy. Plus, we have some travel nurses there because a few of our regular nurses are out on maternity leave. So they are getting the shifts and you know, I'm I'm pretty Wait, Priority over you? Yeah, because they're already paid for. Like our hospital has yeah. already paid for their hours. So I get it, it makes sense. Um but it's just made it weird because then I don't have any hours. And so I've been picking up some hours at the office, but those have been kind of like not full time. And then I don't make as much as the office anyway. Um, so I decided to take a short term travel assignment in one of the crisis areas. So on Thursday, I'm leaving to go to Chicago for a four week assignment to go work in one of the, oh the COVID crisis like, gosh. hospitals.
1: Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, you were talking about doing a travel assignment potentially. That happened quick.
0: I know. I called and they were like, the next day they had a place for me to go. I'm like, all right, well, let me think about this for a second.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, Chicago. That's so far. I know, but so that's exciting. And I, I mean, do you know what kind of unit it will be? It will be?
0: It's going to be a med surg unit.
1: So I'm guessing though, they, they might have you with COVID patients. Potentially. Probably.
0: I kind of want, I mean, that's kind of what I want. Like, I just, I, you know, I know that some nurses probably wouldn't want that. And I completely understand why, like if I had kids or lived with my parents that were older or someone else who was at risk, I wouldn't want to do it, but I don't have any of those things. You know, it's just me and Ryan and the cats. And, um, I feel like this is a time when I can be useful and I'm, I feel really useless right now. Like I'm not, I'm not working that much and I can be, and I just, anyway, so I want to do it. I want to get in there and do it. I'm not really, it's not like I'm not worried about getting the virus. Um, but I think I'm less worried than some other people would be. And so.
1: No, I totally get it. Cause part of me is like, I'd rather, you know, feel like a super nurse and do it,
0: Mm -hmm. you know, that's totally why I'm doing it. Cause I'm super nurse.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I just think it's, um, Yeah, honorable. Oh, thanks. Yeah.
0: I mean, I feel like everyone, you know, like everyone has a situation where they can like do something. And, you know, when um, I'm trying to think of what the last crisis was. Oh, yeah. When we had the fires and some people were going and volunteering at like skilled nursing or some of the facilities where they were housing a bunch of people. And I didn't do that. I was still working at my regular nursing job. And I just felt like I want to be helping our community. and like. I wasn't really doing anything extra, you know, anyway, now I've got all the time in the world, so I should just do it.
1: How many weeks is it?
0: Four. Four. That's like actually what determined which assignment I wanted to take.
1: Like,
0: I don't want to commit myself to anything long-term just because of everything that's going on with my mom. So I want to be able to leave, you know, pretty quickly. So anyway, four for now, and we'll see what happens after that.
1: That's good. How many patients will you have in Chicago? Do you know?
0: Like- I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> like what
1: the ratio is? I mean, I guess if you're taking care of COVID patients, I think it's supposed to be universal. Like the ratio is supposed to be like one to one. Oh, really? who know. I don't know. If maybe that's a California thing, but hmm.
0: what are I'm- we talking about? Just COVID ICU patients, or like uh, COVID patients no, in COVID general.
1: general? Because it's a lot and they could get sick real quick. Wow, I didn't know that. That's what I've heard, but maybe every hospital is been adopting their own thing with that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you know when I find out. I'll let you know all about what I see when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like what kind of PPE situation they have over there too.
0: I'm so curious. I'm so curious. Like I know it's different in every state and location and I'm just like, yeah curious to see what's actually going on somewhere where they have a significant amount of COVID patients.
1: Ah, that's scary. I know I've been getting the emails too, even within California, saying mm-hmm. they need nurses, they need ICU nurses, they need whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's crazy, but I'm excited to hear about your adventures. We'll have to, okay, thanks. That's that the next podcast. <laughs>
0: What's going on at your work? What's, what's the situation there right now?
1: (laughs) Well, it's been different every day. (laughs) I feel like every time I'm there. Um, but it seems like things are, you know, getting more organized, prepared, better. Like I'm overall feeling better about it. They are being, first of all, really strict about like, we have no visitors whatsoever, unless it is end of life. Or I think pediatric can have one visitor labor and delivery i think they can have one one visitor mm-hmm. you know which is good at least but no visitors and that's been a while and now they're being super strict about nurses or whoever whatever staff whoever's coming into the hospital they have to be checked like first it was just temperatures but now it's like a whole screening like if you have it that's why i had to call in sick the other day because i'd been there 3 days i was masking but because i had congestion You know, they don't want anyone there that's sick at all. Mm. I don't have a fever, never had a fever, definitely Mm -hmm. don't have COVID, but they just don't want anyone there that's sick and working. And to be honest, we've been overstaffed as well because we did cancel our elective surgeries, most of them. We did a couple spines this past week. And overall, there is, you know, less patients in the hospital. We did shut down one of the units to make it like the COVID unit. So if there is patients there, they send the like suspected patients to that unit.
0: That's smart. I've been hearing different things from different facilities. Like my mom was just in the hospital this past week and I don't, I think they said they are sending the non ICU COVID patients to a different facility, like to a different building that's not on the hospital, not in the main hospital. Yeah. But they were still floating nurses between the COVID unit and the non. And I'm like, uh, that didn't really make a ton of sense to me. It's like, if you're going to have a separate area for the patients, then you might as well keep the nurses separate too. And like, I heard that in in China, when they were dealing with SARS, they had dirty teams of like nurses and doctors who would deal with patients that they knew were infected and then they didn't cross them.
1: Yeah, and that makes sense. Mm -hmm. We, yeah as of a couple of weeks ago, they were floating our nurses down to that unit as well. But I don't know if that's changed. I didn't hear of an actual policy. Um, but yeah, that doesn't make much sense to me either. Mm-hmm. But I do know a lot of those nurses down there were scared, you know, nervous um, about the situation. And mm-hmm. I think some of them are feeling better about it now because appropriate PPE and such. But I, I, Hopefully won't float down there, but I potentially could. They are anyway. so that unit was supposed to be orienting a bunch of new nurses that just got hired, and they can't even precept down there, so they are coming up to our unit and being paired with one of us.
0: oh, so you guys are orienting all the new there. nurses so the regular staff can work with the covid patients,
1: yeah we. Yeah, so then we won't float down there because they don't want to double up on PPE since it's such a precious thing right now. Yeah. You don't want to send two nurses in. Mm -hmm. One nurse's job. So that might protect you for a bit unless this turns into a whole situation. You know, Mm -hmm. like everybody in the hospital has COVID or something, but hopefully it doesn't come to that. I
0: hope not either. I mean, they kept saying that you know, I feel like you've been saying your hospital is gearing up for it. The hospital I work at is gearing up for it. everyone's kind of preparing for this big surge of patients and knock on what It hasn't happened yet, but they were saying, Oh, it's supposed to happen at this point in April and then yeah. it got pushed back a little bit. And now I'm hearing it might not happen in our area until June because right. this County took measures to self-isolate before things got out of hand here. And then today I just read an article that, um, Oh, I don't know if it was Stanford or who's doing a study that they think that some Californians might have herd immunity. Oh,
1: yeah. I read an article about that yesterday. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they think that it was potentially around back in the fall, even, mm-hmm. and that sense there's so much travel between, like, L.A. and China, mm-hmm. and, you know, that it, it got the herd immunity, and people maybe came in with flu symptoms, so they were treating them like flu. You mm-hmm. know, you think they would have done like the flu swab, but I don't know. Yeah, they were just saying that might have been the case. Yeah. Huh. And like we've been sick so much this year. Even my husband was like, "Well, remember that time I was sick, and he even got like a little fever." And this was like before all of this too. I think it was January. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. I didn't get a fever, but I was achy, super achy. So mm-hmm. I stayed home from work, and then we we're like, "What if?" what if that was it? You know, what if we did get it already? Like, you know? Yeah.
0: I it's just wish they had
1: all the testing, you know? You what? Oh, I just wish they had all the testing and then more people would know if they either had it or have it. <laughs> yeah. Because if I Definitely. had it already, I would not be worried at all right now. And I'd be like, bring it on.
0: <laughs> I know. It's funny. Cause like, um, I've been having dreams recently where I'm like, let me just get exposed to it and get over it. Not that that's a guarantee. Like I know people our age are dying with it too, but in my dreams, I'm like, let me just get it and then get over it. And we can get on with this. I can take care of the patients and not have to worry about it. You know? Yeah. And then like other people can work with the other patients. Like, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to just know if you have immunity to it or if you, yeah, have been exposed to
1: it already. Yeah. I know. So that's the crazy thing. Um, what I am doing at work just to be extra careful, even on my unit is like changing out of my clothes. Like at work, I change a little bit out of my clothes, you know, change my pants, put on a different sweatshirt. And then I come home and I dump everything in the garage and like strip down and like do laundry right away. Mm -hmm. But some people are even being weird about that. Like they don't think they just change into the surgical scrubs at work, which they are doing on that COVID unit. But we're told we don't have, like, enough surgical scrubs for, like, the whole hospital to be doing that. Yeah. So I've just been taking that measure at least to try to keep my potential exposure because you don't know. The f- hospital's gross in general. I
0: know. It's <laughs> funny because I had one rule-out COVID patient one time, and he most likely didn't have it. I didn't get to see him again after the day I took care of him. So I never heard about the testing, if it was positive or negative. But. um it was funny because like at the end of the day, like just having to put on all the PPE that you have to wear when you're you know, going to take care of one of those patients, it really just made me think about the chain of infection and how things are spread. Yeah. And normally I don't worry that much about it. I go into patients' rooms. I use my hand sanitizer like we're supposed to, you know, i be careful not to get water body fluids on myself and so that I can't take it into another room. And then I don't think about it and I get in my car and I drive home, you know? Right. But that day, it made me think about it so much, and I was like, "Should I wear shoe covers in my car? What should I do? Should I clean my car when I get home? Like, what am I supposed to do now?" And I don't even care that much about it, but it just made me think about like, I know what, what's actually contaminated. You know,
1: I thought about that later too, because I'm like, I always come home and after the day, and I always feel gross, and I take a shower right away, but I don't really worry about that either. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like I probably shouldn't eat these chips with my fingers right out of the bag. I'll
1: just wait until I get home and have a snack like <laughs> <laughs> like Dick was on about of something when they said no food at the nursing station. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it's funny with
0: the um the PPE. This doesn't really have anything to do with our work, but it's funny how things have changed so much how they made recommendations based on what You know, they were trying to be really cautious initially and assume that it's airborne. And then, um, the recommendations changed for what PPE you're supposed to wear. Anyway, my sister works at a hospital in Virginia and she was like, today, you know, last week they said they don't want us all wearing masks. And today they sent us an email saying they want us all wearing masks and, you know, you can wear this or that. You can, you can wear a homemade mask or a bandana. And she's like, they're just making this shit up as they go.
1: (laughs) It's so true though. So I guess it's everywhere. It's every freaking hospital Yeah, dealing with that crap.
0: <laughs> it's just one of those human situations where I think we, we really are making things up as we go. It's like, you don't know you're not prepared for this. It you know? makes me think of like marriage or becoming a parent where somebody can try and tell you the right thing to do. And then you just have to do it. And you're like, Oh, there's nothing that tells you exactly what to do in this situation. Like, Oh
1: my gosh. I know. Oof.
0: We're all just figuring it out together. Dang it, we're all humans. We got to figure it out. We don't know all the answers.
1: Exactly. I know. I mean I've been trying to... yeah, I've been trying to avoid work as much as possible, but <laughs> I mean, I could easily get called off. I'm orienting now and I'm trying not to. Mm-hmm. But I was actually like sick the other day, and I was planning on going in, and they said, "You might get sent home like when you go to do the check-in like that would mm. do daily because they only have certain entrances open and they that would just be worse if I like got to work and they screened me and decided I couldn't stay like it just would be bad you know it would be because
0: you would have spent all the time getting ready and like changing your sleep, sleep schedule and then they would have to find someone to replace you last
1: minute rather than having time to that's what I was thinking and then you're supposed to contact employee health you get like flagged And you can't be cleared to go back to work until you've talked to employee health. Oh. Yeah. And I figured if I just called in sick, then. Yeah, that's better. Avoid at least being flagged. Yeah. Now, when I go back to work on Monday, you know, I should be all better by then. Right. I'm even much better now. It's just, you know, how it lingers a little bit. Yeah.
0: Um, speaking of being flagged at work and employee health, so, um, I think I mentioned briefly earlier that I was getting a per diem job in Virginia and I was going to be spending half my mm-hmm. time there. Well, I still have that job, but just right before I was supposed to start, this COVID crisis kind of amped up or ramped up. And they were um, requiring that people coming from three different states at the time, and I think it was New York, Washington, and California. If you were coming from one of those three states to go work at this hospital, you had to quarantine for two weeks beforehand. Right. Um, so i I'm keep like postponing my start date, postponing it, and they're holding the job for me. They're being really, really great and flexible but and I'm not trying to criticize anyone, but I think it's so weird because I'm going to work in a covid area specifically right now, and I think I could just go from there straight to this hospital that I'm to start work at and they wouldn't have a problem with it because it's not in one of those three states that had their initial flag red flag warning yeah. or whatever so it's like i'm i'm here in california where there are a lot of patients affected in certain areas but not in our area yet and hopefully not at all but not yet anyway yeah. so i feel like pretty low risk of having been exposed but, and, but I can't go work there without quarantining, but now I'm going to go to this other place and I could go start there without quarantining at all. Yeah. It's just weird. That is weird. We're just making this shit up as we go.
1: (laughs) So there actually was a nurse from New York that was going to be going to Virginia.
0: No, me coming from California. Oh, I know. I thought you
1: were also saying that there was a nurse coming from New York. Oh, no, they had just flagged those three states. So if right. anyone states was states. I was be, like, don't they need all the nurses in New York right now? <laughs> like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, what states? Is it California, New York, and what else? Washington. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: But now it might have changed. I don't know, but they still would require me to self-quarantine.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so I'm like, I, I don't want to take two full weeks off work. Like, that's a lot of income to lose. And I would have to be completely alone for two weeks. That sounds awful.
1: Yeah, there's not enough wine for that.
0: No. <laughs> or yoga. <laughs> like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna write my novel that
1: I know because like, you can't even like go outside, right? If you're just right. like, actually quarantined.
0: Yeah, I was like, okay. So you I'm gonna have to get groceries <laughs> dropped off and
1: uh, do right now. Nobody I can't find anyone to do that. <laughs> you could be door dashing every night.
0: Yeah, that was, that just sounded too sad to me. Like I need people <laughs> right now, even I'm like, I need a hug from a friend. Like I love Ryan and I love my cats and I'm getting a little too close to the patients that I do see lately because they're the only other human contact I get. I'm like, welcome out
1: into the world. It's so good to see you. I know it's crazy because sometimes I feel like our lives have barely changed or mine at least because I'm still working We're mm-hmm. annoyed <laughs> because everything else has <laughs> changed, you know? And I can't go do the fun things I wanted to do, but I'm still yeah. going to work. I'm still taking care of patients, although I'm masking when I'm in there. Not that, you know, that's more protecting everyone else from mm-hmm. me. Um, but yeah, I'm still seeing people. So honestly, it's good too, because it gets me out of the house. Yeah. I can imagine like not working. That would be hard, I think. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. If my husband's having a hard time just. Having that routine and not really going anywhere.
0: There's going to be a lot of um, mental health needs at the end of this for sure.
1: Well, then this country better get that we're shit together on that.
0: <laughs> you know, <I> know right? <laughs> like we were, we're already mental. having a hard time yeah. with our mental health care before all this. Now,
1: yeah. Well, maybe when the legislators have their own mental issues, they'll you know get a clue. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The mental issues that they recognize.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: they self-recognize. They self <laughs> yeah, <you're right. laughs> Oh, man. Um, well, anything else that we have to catch up on work-wise just yet? Or I think that's everything for me.
1: No, it's just been amazing, though, how we've, everyone's been utilizing, like, Zoom and FaceTime. And, you know, like, now at work for our meetings, we're going to be doing Microsoft Teams. So it's kind of cool, and I was like, maybe we won't ever have to go back to those stupid meetings at the hospital, you know? No, right? <laughs> well,
0: you know what? Um, so I know Kat's not not here with us right now, but um, so at the office, she's been working from home because um, did did we say already in the previous season what's going on with Kat? I
1: don't, I don't, I don't think so, because that's uh, new developments. <laughs> I
0: won't say, I won't say, because okay. um. But anyway, she's working from home because she doesn't want to be potentially exposed to, um, you know, people who are infected. And the manager of the office, because I've been picking up some shifts there the other day, he was like, Kat's working from home. She's doing wonderful. I think she's maybe even more productive from home. We're <laughs> going to look at this in the future. I was like, yeah, working from home is awesome. Like, I want to work
1: from home. <laughs> 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 Can I just use some telemedicine? Just kidding. <laughs>
0: like, all right, I'll let the doctor know. Can you just just
1: walk walk right here? I'm just going to walk you through how to put in your own Foley and how to (laughs) (laughs) give yourself some medications.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Um, yeah. Zoom has been awesome though. My family is doing a weekly trivia night now. Um, so each person has to take a turn hosting the trivia. And last week it was my brother, Andrew and his was
1: all, um, like mustache and facial hair related. (laughs) (laughs) see the benefits of having a big family (laughs) yeah (laughs) you can make your own show or (laughs) game game night (laughs) how funny
0: well it's been good seeing your face
1: I know it makes me when I see people's faces it's really been making me feel good like I am catching up with them
0: how about this face
1: yeah that one too uh huh (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh. <laughs> um well everybody you know send us your COVID stories you know what I would love to do is like talk to someone who's in New York or one oh, of yeah. the really heavily impacted areas and just hear exactly what it feels like to be on the front lines there um so write to us at wwnurses Um, You can also find us on Instagram at Nurses W-I-N-I-N-G, with nurses, or on Facebook at whiningwnurses, like that. (laughs) I wrote it down just for the occasion.
1: (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, I want to hear everyone's, you know, comments or questions.
0: How are you coping? What are you drinking?
1: How much weight have you gained? (laughs) (laughs) Or are you working out more? Good on
0: you.
1: I'm getting really right now into working out and cooking. So yeah, it's a positive thing.
0: Good for you. Who, whoever's doing that. Good for you. Give me some motivation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was Sarah K from work. Oh
0: dang. Good for her.
1: No, no I'm totally going no, the no. other direction. It took a um, crisis, a pandemic.
0: <laughs> <Get> right
1: here. <laughs> well, cheers to that. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> Bye. Bye.